Hey, Purpose Peeps, I might get a lot of flack for this, but I have to let you know something. Purpose is a journey, not a destination. Unfortunately, because many people don't believe that, they spend their whole lives looking for purpose, not realizing they've already been walking in it. What's more helpful than knowing what your purpose is, is understanding what part of the purpose path you're walking in. In my own purpose journey, I've noticed a trend and I was able to break my path to purpose down into four stages. The first is development, the second is discovery, the third is determination, and the last is discipline. I'll be going in depth on each of these stops during my free five-day challenge. Over the course of five days, you and I will walk through the position for purpose framework I've created so you can see where you are now and how you can get to where you want to be. In addition to daily video trainings and worksheets, I'll be giving prizes throughout the week. Are you ready to get clarity on your purpose position? Sign up for the free challenge at blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash challenge to join me. Hey, Purpose Peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and chief connector at Black Girls of Purpose, and I'm glad to have you all here for another week of the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. This is our last episode of 2020, and I thought it would be appropriate, of course, uh, as is as mo- most people are doing, to spend some time um, in reflection and uh, kind of have a, a moment of retrospect when it comes to this year. And if you've listened to our podcast for a while, you know I'm big on honesty and transparency. And just like the episode title uh, says, this has been one of the most um, lonely years of my life. And I know so many people can probably relate to that feeling. And, you know, some people might listen to this and be like, what, Brie, you have a husband, you have children, like, how can you feel lonely? But for someone like me who gets so much energy and just such a charge from being around other people, other women specifically, and hosting events, attending events. Like this year shook me to my core and I'm still not completely healed from it, if I want to be honest. I was sharing with a friend earlier this week that I feel like I have lost hope in a lot of ways um, in that I used to be a big, you know, okay, this is going to be my year. This is what I'm putting out. This is what's going to happen. And I feel like 2020 took that from me. And I hate to just be that blunt. And I, you know, of course, again, as a woman of faith, it's like, wait, what? What do you mean? 
But I, I just, I feel like I've, I've come to a place where I'm just surviving. <laughs> like I'm just trying to get to the next day, get to the next moment. And I think um, even being pregnant in quarantine, for those of you who don't know where I'm pregnant with me and my husband's third child, another baby boy, and the stress of being pregnant while also raising two boys who are three and one um, and being in the house with them all day, every day, nonstop, like it has been a challenge, you all. And I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know when I come here on the podcast every week and I schedule stuff and I'm on social media, like it's out of a commitment to God. It truly is where I say, you know what, God, I don't feel like you've closed the chapter on this yet or, you know, you keep giving me ideas. So I'm going to continue to pursue them. And, you know, we're doing our pursuing purpose challenge next week. And it literally is a pursuit. Like I have had to fight harder to walk in purpose because it's been so much easier to zone out to just Netflix and chill all the time to scroll through social media mindlessly and again not thrive on a particular day but just survive it and say okay listen I ate the children ate like my house looks decent <laughs> it might not even be clean but it looks decent and that's the the space that I've been operating in but there's just been something in my spirit that's like you just but you can't give up completely you can't stop doing the podcast you can't stop showing up online because somebody's watching and I want you to know the same thing is true for you like whether you're a parent or a sibling or a child like you're you think about your parents, someone is watching you. They're watching your consistency. They're watching the way that you are showing up in spite of how things are going. And for me, I want you to know that you can still operate in purpose, even in the midst of pain even in the midst of heartbreak, even in the midst of disappointment, like that does not give you an opt out button for showing up for the people who God has assigned to you. In the same way as a mom, I don't just get to check out and not be there for my children, right? Like I I can, I can kind of try to check out mentally, but as a mom, there's going to be that inner pull that's like, okay, now you need to make them some food or let's get them outside to run off some energy or whatever the case may be. And when you have a calling attached to your life, that is your responsibility. 
You cannot just sit on the sidelines and wait for everything to be perfect for you to start walking in your purpose. You just can't do it. Because you'll always be waiting. You'll always be waiting, whether you're waiting on a spouse. If you're waiting on the financial increase, okay, I'm going to start the business when I get this loan. I'm going to start the business when I get this stimulus package, when I get this tax refund. And of course, we know there's strategy, right? You have to be intentional in your planning. I get that. But this year has shown me that it does not matter if the odds are stacked against you. There is still someone who needs what it is that you're offering. And when I look at this year, it's been marked by so much grief from the loss of loved ones, the loss of jobs, the loss of hope, like I talked about in the beginning, the loss of this sense of expectation, this loss of control, which I know we never had control in the beginning, but we felt like we did, right? And so to walk through that loss and still be standing is a point of pride for me. Where I can say, you know what, God, I don't have everything I came into this year with, but I'm still standing. I'm still standing. And every day that I wake up, it is a confirmation that God is not done yet. And trust me, if you've... You know how it is when it when you get into that place where it's just like, what is the point? <laughs> what am I doing? Why am I here? And you you may even say, you know what? I'm 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 done living. I'm I'm done with this. I tried the whole life thing, and I'm just not here for it. And you may want to give up on yourself. You may want to give up on God. But every single day that he allows you to wake up, that's because you're still needed. If he didn't need you, he'd call you home. If your work was done, he would call you home. But every day, if you're listening to this right now, if you can hear my voice, that means that there is still something on this earth that God wants you to accomplish. And I need you to know that you don't have to feel it to be obedient. I was watching a video by Jackie Hill Perry today, and she was just talking about how, you know, a lot of times, and I've been guilty of this myself, we we distort faith for feeling. Okay, well, if I feel this, then that's when I'm going to know it's time to move. And yeah, sometimes God will nudge you, But again, this year has shown me it's not about your feelings, because if I was only doing things I felt like doing, the podcast would have ended this past summer. But I have that commitment that says, you know what, God? You tell me when this thing ends and then I'll end it. But I'm not going to do it prematurely. 
And so this year has been a year of pursuit and persevering. When I think about 2020 as well, there's something else that I think about. I think about how it's been really a year of purging. And I know for me, as the year is coming to an end, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not taking with me into the new year. There's a lot of things that I'm leaving behind, not just in a hypothetical sense, but literally like things with Black Girls of Purpose that I'm leaving behind in 2020 where I say, you know, tried that, didn't really work out. Don't think we'll be continuing that, right? Like products and services where it's just like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to replicate that again. And I'll share with y'all the Activate community um, as I pr- have prayed more about it and strategize more about it and receive more coaching on it. That's like, you know, I think that was a season. As far as Activate itself, I think it was a season where we were connecting with women who felt like they were lacking community. You know, the pandemic had just hit and this was a space for them to safely work on their businesses and share their vision. And we went for however many weeks and I, and we we I noticed the engagement stopped and and so I reached out to the group to just check in with everyone and it was like okay this was a season and that season has come to an end and so activate won't be it it will be one of those things that won't be coming with us into this new year and I'm okay with it you know I think that so many times we stunt our own growth because we're not willing to let go of the old things in order to take hold of the new things and for me Something else I realized that I had to let go of and that I'm not bringing into the new year is a fear of money. A fear of money. And you might be like, wait, what, Brie? What are you talking about? But for the longest time, I was like, oh, no, (laughs) you know, I'm not I'm not trying to make money. This is a ministry. And it, it absolutely is a ministry. It absolutely is. And it will always be. But I think that my limiting beliefs around money and even thinking that money was bad. Yes, I was one of those people that was like, okay, well, if I'm being paid for it, it's, you know, it's not as holy or whatever the case may be. And those limiting beliefs kind of kept me bound and kept me from uh, really assigning a monetary value to the things that I offer to this community and other communities. And so as this new year comes around, I'm going to be intentional about creating income based on my gifts and not being like, okay, well, if I charge money for this, then God's not no longer going to be the focus. No, God's going to stay the focus because he's going to be the one who allows me to operate in excellence. And I'm going to pray over my businesses and pray that God aligns me with the right people 
And that the wrong ones don't even like they can't stay attached to me because I want to be intentional with what it is that I'm building. But I am building y'all. I have run from entrepreneurship for so long because of it can be overwhelming. It's like, listen, I just want to go work for somebody. I just want somebody to pay me to do all the things that I know how to do. But what I'm learning and have learned in this year is that I'm multifaceted. And so even if I do go and work in the corporate arena, there are still people like you listening to this podcast who need my unique gifts that are not going to be able to get it from me working in a communications position. And so I need to be able to have another space, another outlet, another avenue to share those gifts. And so in there will always be a black girl with pur- black girls with purpose. There will always be a brands by Brie. There will always be some other avenue and other company that allows me to utilize my gifts, but then also to be paid for them. And so I, I'm I'm leaving that fear of money in 2020 because I think that my fear of Making an income has repelled some opportunities. And not only that, it has kept me from growing mentally. Because I'm like, well, no, if I do that, then, you know, that's going to cost money. And and I, I, I'm just I'm just truly shifting my mindset uh, when it comes to money and ministry and what that looks like for me. And so that's something that I'm definitely leaving in 2020. I think another thing I'm leaving in 2020 is a smaller view of myself. And when I share that, I mean that since being a stay-at-home mom, and I started that in 2018, I didn't realize I'd been allowing myself to shrink that I was not operating in all of my gifts, that I wasn't showing up in all of my callings because I felt like, well, you're a mom now. You know, you sit down and you focus on your kids and that's what you do. Not realizing that by failing to operate in all of my gifts, I'm not being the best person that I can be for my husband or for my children, that they're getting this watered down version of me that leads me to be sad and leads me to be depressed and leads me sometimes even to be angry. And I want them to get the best version of me. And in order for them to get the best version of me, I have to start showing up as the best version of me. And so I'm leaving on my shrinking thinking, as Marshawn Evans Daniel says in her Believing Bigger book in 2020. And so, you know, when it comes to things that you may see and people are like, oh, she doing the most. Is she? Yes, I am. I really am doing the most now because <laughs> we in 2020, we've had to do the least like we've had to. There have been we're just we're just operating in a different realm right of reality some things that we never thought we would face or experience and so when the when this new year comes and god willing you know things go 
well from a health perspective and government officials are being responsible and healthcare workers are being healthy and all these different things, I am coming for everything that God has for me. Like, I realized that we have been on chill mode for years. And I was like, man, this year, it wasn't even an option to do more. And so when more is available, best believe your girl is going for it. I'm not gonna be still sitting at the house, still looking at the walls. It's like, no, there was a whole year where we had to be at home and now we don't have to anymore. And that doesn't mean just filling my life up with random things, but I am committed to, like I said, showing up as my best self and then creating those memories with my family. I want to expose my boys to different opportunities and I want them to see what it looks like to have a woman who is submissive to her husband, a mom who is submissive to her husband, but that does not keep her light from shining. And so that small view of myself, definitely leaving that in 2020. I think that if I were to think about what I'm looking forward to in 2021, it would definitely be spending more time with friends. Um, I've spent the majority of the year with my husband, with my children, and with my parents, which is such a blessing because many of you know, I lived with my parents for a year. My husband and I lived with my parents for a year when we first moved back to Texas, just because we wanted to get our bearings, kind of see, get the lay of the land, that type of thing. Um, And I feel like I've been able to spend even more time with them this year than I did when we lived together because we were all just busy. I was busy raising the boys. My parents were busy doing things for work and for church and all these other organizations that they were involved in. And so this year has been a blessing and then it's allowed me to spend a lot of time with them. But I greatly miss spending time with my friends, like my college friends and one of my friends, Tez, God willing, come on, Jesus, is getting married in May. And so being able to see my friends then is a big deal to me. Um, she's having a bridal shower in April. Like My husband and I celebrate our five-year anniversary this year. And so I really want to be intentional about creating memories and creating these opportunities for me to lean into my friendships, to not have to talk to my friends via screen, but really be able to go and spend time with them in their homes or whatever the case may be. So that's something I'm looking forward to as this new year comes up. I'm also looking forward to being more intentional with who I work with. For those of you who are in the entrepreneurial space, you know that when you first start out, you just like, hey, business is business. Like if you paying me, I'm taking it. But I want to be strategic in the people that I work with. Um, I want it to be aligned with, you know, my personal mission statement, which is to connect women to Christ, calling and community. And if it doesn't align with that, then I'm gonna have to leave it in 2020. Like I want to be so in line with the purpose that God has for me that I only attract 
the right things, right? And that even in those moments where the wrong things come, I'm able to discern that quickly and either put someone else in contact for the opportunity or, you know, just politely decline. Because I, I'm, I believe that as I get more strategic and more intentional, I'm going to attract the right people. And I'm not going to say yes to stuff just because it's money or just because it could be a good opportunity. That I'm going to say, you know what, God, I trust you enough to know that you're going to bring not just a good thing, but the God thing to me. And so I'm leaving random acts of business entrepreneurship in 2020. And looking forward to um, bringing in new intentionality. Really, all this has been a crazy year. You know, people say this has been the best year of their life. And for me, it might be different if I wasn't pregnant and I wasn't, I didn't have all these emotions on the inside of me. This has definitely been one of the hardest years of my life. Um, you guys know that I was believing God for my harvest for this year, and there was just a lot of disappointment and unfulfilled um, promises and hurt, just a lot of hurt, right? But I'm like I said before, I'm still standing. And that means something to me. And as God, as long as God continues to give me a platform and a voice, then I'm going to continue to share my story. So not at all like what we typically do on our podcast, you know, not as formulate, not as formulaic as even my solo episodes typically are. But I didn't want y'all to get the prim and polished version of this. I wanted this episode to represent what 2020 has been, which is like, hey, it's just kind of one of those go with the flow situations. But I am believing bigger for 2021. I'm not doing all the this gonna be my year, all of that. But I do believe that God is a restorer. And so I've been holding on uh, to that promise. I've been reading over Amos 9, uh, 13 through 15. And I believe the plans that God has for me, that he has plans to prosper me and not to harm me, plans to give me a hope and a future. And that's what I'm holding on to as this year comes to an end. Um, and as a new year begins, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to what's next. Um, and, and also excited to see how letting go of those things that are no longer aligned with my purpose will help me to attract the right people um, and the right opportunities. So I love you guys so much. Um, I hope that you have a great rest of your week, that you spend some time in reflection and retrospect as well. So you can think about what it is that you want to leave in 2020, what it is you want to bring into the new year. Um, I shared at the very beginning um, in the ad that we are doing a pursuing purpose challenge next week. And just goes back to what I was saying before, like what this year has shown me is that purpose does not happen. You have to choose purpose. You have to fight for your purpose um, if you're going to maintain consistency. And so next week we'll be talking about 
the various roadblocks that can come when, with us uh, pursuing our purpose. We're going to talk about um, observations we should make of our past when it comes to trying to determine what path is ahead, because a lot of times we just make these plans, not assessing, okay, what what things have I tried already that did not work or what things have I tried that were a great success? And so I'm looking forward to that challenge. It's going to be a free five-day challenge. There are going to be prizes because, of course, you've got to give away prizes. Um, and I'll be teaching live every evening. So if you're interested in that challenge, go to blackgirlsthepurpose.org forward slash challenge. Again, that's blackgirlsthepurpose.org forward slash challenge to sign up. Signing up is completely free. You'll get an email uh, with further instructions and it will be, it's going to be a great opportunity. I'm, I'm really looking forward to being able to teach back-to-back evenings. So I hope that you will join me. Guys, I love you dearly. I'm so thankful for you and for the way that you have grown this community to what it is that you continue to share the podcast that you're leaving reviews and I greatly appreciate it and I pray that as this new year begins um, God will continue to give me clarity on how I can continue to serve you uh, when it comes to walking in your purpose if there are specific things, topics that you'd like us to cover here on the podcast, uh, feel free to DM us on Instagram at Black Girls with Purpose. And we will uh, just take those things into consideration because I want to make sure that this is always a value add to your week. And other than that, I think that's it, y'all. Happy New Year and goodbye 2020. All right, Purpose Peeps, that's it for this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do one of three things for me. First, post a screenshot and key takeaway on your Instagram story and tag us at Black Girls of Purpose so we can repost you. Second, if you think someone would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. And then third, please leave a review so we can continue to reach a lot of people with this podcast. It is such a pleasure to come to you guys each and every week, and I'm so looking forward to continuing to grow our community. I'll talk to you next week.